It is Tuesday, March 23rd. Welcome into the Early Edge, powered as always by Sportsline. I'm your host, the coach, and coming off kind of a ho-hum two and three Monday. However, our red-hot streak in college basketball continues. No sweat in UCLA and Alabama as they move on in the NCAA uh, tournament. Oilers game was canceled, so that was a uh, no contest. All right, let's bring in our cappers today. It is Tuesday, but it feels a little bit weird because we have golf that starts Wednesday. Rick run good. Rick G, good morning. Coach, yeah, my, my body clock is off this week. We start <laughs> off on a Wednesday. I usually only know what day it is because of what round of the golf tournament it is. So good to see you, but it feels a little weird. I'll call you on Friday and make sure you know it's not Saturday. Oh, Thank M squared, M squared below me. Good morning, Mikey. Good morning, Coach. Yeah, same thing. Whenever I saw Rick's name on the rundown there, I had to check because I have dinner reservations on Wednesday. And I was like, I don't have dinner tonight. I was looking around. It's good to see you on a Tuesday, though, Rick. I landed last night and and I had to look at the rundown. I was driving home from the airport at midnight Pacific time. And I was like, oh, gosh, did I miss a day? Maestro, what's up, baby? How's it going? Uh, you know, frustrating to, to see Ohio go down in flames. Uh, I did oh. hit my other two college picks you know, on Sportsline, one of them in the CBI, and I do have a CBI play for tonight. Oh, great. Well, I'm a diehard KU fan, and the TV went out on the plane, thank God, because they ended up <laughs> losing by 40. All right, here we go. Let's jump right in. Uh, Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. M Square, let's start with you. All right, we've got a six-game NBA slate, but a lot of injury news. For the Denver Nuggets, Monty Morris, Gary Harris, both still out. For the Orlando Magic, Terrence Ross, questionable. Randall questionable, Mo Bamba questionable, Cole Anthony still out, not going to be able to play there. And then one of my favorite games of the night, Washington at the Knicks. Emmanuel Quickly and Mitchell Robinson are both probable. Elf Payton and Derrick Rose have both been upgraded to questionable. The Knicks could be at full strength here in this matchup. Davis Bertans is still out for Washington. For the Lakers, we know LeBron AD out, Marcus All out, Lonzo Ball questionable. Uh, he's dealing with a little injury, obviously still has trade rumors surrounding his name, so that's something to watch. And then for the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, out. Kyrie Irving, out. James Harden, questionable. Landry Shamit, out. A lot of stuff going on there. They're actually four-and-a-half-point underdogs, which tells me Harden could potentially sit this one as well, something to keep an eye on tonight. And then – Philadelphia, Golden State, we know Joel Embiid is out. You need to watch out for Ben Simmons, who's been questionable and played, been questionable and hasn't played at times in the last week. And then, of course, Steph Curry out for the Warriors. Don't tweet at us and say, Mikey, coach, I bet on the Nets and none of the big three are playing. You got to pay attention. When we give you these uh, player reports, we don't do it for our health. Well, we might do it for our health. All right, now, this is one of the most unique weeks on the entire PGA Tour. They go to Austin, Texas, fifth time, but it's head-to-head, mano-a-mano. Rick G, what should fans expect this week? Yeah, chaos, first of all, but you're right, Coach. It's a completely different format. If you're tuning into golf this week, it is not going to be a traditional leaderboard where the guys go out and try to uh, play 72 holes in as few strokes as possible. Throw that out the window. They are matching up one-on-one to play each other in match play. So if I make a four and Coach makes a three, he wins that hole. That is what match play is. And for the first three rounds, these golfers are put into pods, which are essentially groups of four, and they will play each other golfer in their group, whoever has the best record after those three rounds will move on to of course a bracket style single single elimination stage of this event where after that you lose you pack your bags you go home and if you end up winning you play seven rounds over the course of five days coach it's going to be a lot of golf it's going to be a lot of chaos and it's going to be a format that we really only see once a year 
And the two big bets that we're going to be working on this week will be head-to-heads, obviously, and also futures. But very, very short futures. We'll get back to Rick uh, in just a second. All right, it's time for the Sports Line Play of the Day. And we say all the time, when we lay juice a little over the 50, 60 cents, we like to say it's worth the squeeze. And today, it certainly is. The Lightning, minus 160 over the Stars. Now, our model says they cash this over 70% of the time. So incredible value here. They're riding a four-game winning streak. They're 16-3 and in their last 19. They've beaten Dallas three times already this season, and they've outscored them 10-3. to Three times this season they've beaten Dallas. Tonight, they make it four. Go ahead and make that play. All right, let's head over to M Squared. You know the drill, son. Give it to me. All right, let's start in the NBA. The New York Knicks, minus two or minus two and a half. I have it at both numbers here. I would play it all the way up to minus three for sure, potentially even minus three and a half. My simulations make them minus 4.2 in this matchup with the Wizards. I mentioned at the top of the show in the news, quickly is back. Mitchell Robinson is back. We have Elf Payton and Derrick Rose upgraded to questionable. I think at least one of them plays, potentially both of them. That's going to provide a little bit more of the much needed depth that makes this good team a lot better. They're the better team in this matchup here. I like this number quite a bit. I would jump on it now because I only expect it to go up in our favor there. And then my second game is actually going to be for Sunday in the Sweet 16. It's a line that I think we can get on now, and we're going to be able to get a little bit of that closing line value. It gets us through a relatively key number, which is a full possession in a college basketball game at the end. It's going to be Michigan, minus three against Florida State. So there's a couple things working in our favor here. One, everyone just watched Florida State beat what we presume to be a very good Colorado team relatively easily. We've also seen everyone struggling and talking about the Big Ten and how they've struggled so far in the tournament this year. Those two things are legitimately worth half a point in the market at this point right now. So my simulations make this game all the way up to minus 4.7 for Michigan, even without livers. Hunter Dickinson is the key here. If he can stay out of foul trouble, I think this is a relatively – comfortable win for Michigan over Florida State but I'm jumping on this now at minus three as I do expect it to close at a bare minimum minus three and a half but it would not shock me if this line inflates all the way to minus four and a half and approaches that simulation number by the time they tip off on Sunday. For those of you out there who are brand new or relatively new when you bet a basketball game normally a a Saturday or Sunday line would not be up uh, but because it's the Sweet 16, it's already up, so you can go make that play uh, right now. All right, let's head over. I love golf on a Wednesday. I love those little short future bets. I love everything about this week when it comes to what I'm going to play. But, Rick G., what am I going to play? Yeah, okay, so, Coach, remember that these guys are in groups of four, so step one is getting out of your group, and, of course, you can wager on that. So I'm looking at group number 11. This is Lonto Griffin at plus 500 in group 11, and it's not going to be an easy one to get out of. The big name in his group is Rory McIlroy, but Rory has struggled. He's now working with a new swing coach. We we know the well-documented troubles in his game. He's not won since 2019, and match play could exasperate those uh, those challenges that he's having. And Lonto Griffin is really good with his irons. He's really good with his putter. And if those two things get hot, that is the absolute combination for success in match play. Then I'm going to group 12. That's Jason Kokrak's group. I like him to win that group at plus 260. This is a, a huge question mark group. You look at who else is playing here. You have Tony Finau, who has not had great match play success in his career. You have Will Zalatoris, Dylan Fratelli. Those are both guys making their uh, debut at this event. And Jason 
Jason Kokrak is coming in off of three consecutive top 10 finishes. He's playing great. I think he wins group 12. And then to win this entire tournament, I'm going with the big man. It's Bryson DeChambeau. It's 14 to one. He is going to bomb it past his opponents off the tee on every single hole, which means he's going to be able to watch what they do on their approach shots on every single hole and use that information to his advantage. And then, oh, by the way, he's one of the best putters on the planet, which is incredibly important in match play. He just has the perfect combination of skills to really grind on his opponents over the course of five full days. I think it's going to be painful if you have to play Bryson. So I'm just going to bet him, coach. I saw a headline in an interview that you did. It said, uh, Rick run good. Uh, he thinks this was made for Bryce. And I was like, did he like, get inside my brain? I think it's brilliant, uh, a brilliant thought process. And for those two or three reasons, why Bryson has an advantage over the link. It's not just the link. It's everything else that you just said. Thank you for those three plays. All right, Maestro. Oh, you've been waiting. I don't want to make you wait anymore. Go ahead, sir. Okay, looking at the CBI in Daytona Beach. This is an event where they're playing three straight days. And yesterday, Coastal Carolina took care of business 93-82 over Bryant. They're favored by seven and a half over a Stetson team that's under 500 for the season. But if you look a little closer at Stetson, they played Miami. They played Florida. They played South Florida. They actually beat Liberty. And we all know how good Liberty is because of the way that line closed against Oklahoma State, only lost Oklahoma State by nine. Stetson was down 15 in the second half, midway through the second half yesterday against Bowling Green. They scored, they finished the game on a 15 to two run, one on a three pointer where the coach was trying to call timeout. The guy didn't see it. The ref didn't get it. The three pointer went in. They hung on to win by one, their first ever division one postseason uh, win. And the thing is, this is close to home. They have fans there. It's not a huge crowd, but they have the support. And they talked about how the fans lifted them. Now they're, there's no pressure on them. They're big underdogs, seven and a half. They play a very slow pace. They're not going to let Coastal run up and down, I don't think. And uh, I'll take the seven and a half. And then two quick NBA props in the same game. Mike mentioned for the Nuggets that uh, Harris and Monty Morris are still out. And Michael Porter Jr. is on fire over 24 and a half points and rebounds. He's gone over it in seven straight. He shot at least 50% in seven straight. He's gone over this number in 11 of 12. So I'm going over that. And then kind of correlated Paul Millsap, even though he's starting, he's not doing much. His total 13 and a half points and rebounds. He's gone under it in five straight. He played 30 minutes last game and only got nine. Uh, and he's only averaging about 23 minutes uh, this month to so go under on Millsap points and rebounds. And a quick reminder, when you go to play a player prop, usually your book will not allow you to play. Uh, it's a lot less on how much you can play, but also we encourage you to play a little bit less because it's volatile uh, because it's based off one player uh, and not the entire team. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Jeweler, thank you very much. Here's our recap. M squared, he's on the Knicks minus two and a half. Tells you to grab it now because it's only going to go up uh, later in the day. Then a little future, Sweet 16 action. Michigan minus three over Florida State. Then Rick G has these for the WGC Dell Technologies match play. Remember, this starts on Wednesday. You got to get them in today. You go to your book tomorrow. You go, Coach, where are they? Don't tweet me because that would be your fault. He likes Group 11 winner Lonto Griffin plus 500. Group 12 winner Jason Kokrak plus 260. And then the winner. I love this call because he's my pick too. The big man, Bryson DeChambeau at plus 1,400. Then the maestro in the CBI, like Stetson, plus 7.5, a couple of uh, player props. Porter Jr., over 24.5 combined points and rebounds. And Millsap, under combined uh, 13.5 points and rebounds. Sports line play of the day, the Lightning, minus 160. 
I'm not a math major, but that looks like a whole bunch of plays just for you. Don't say we have a boring Tuesday. Never. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For Rick Run Good, Rick G, for M Squared, for Chief, for the Maestro, for the Jeweler. Good to have him back. I'm the coach. Remember, this is the only spot for your daily early edge. Good luck.